0: Welcome to Morale Mindset, where we discuss ways to leverage people dynamics to drive results through actual stories and tactical solutions. I'm your host, David Huin. Last episode, we discussed how to increase morale during a pandemic. Now look at another use case of increasing morale. Specifically, how does increasing morale affect negotiation? In many organizations, a typical cross-team negotiation is between the sales team and the fraud team. The sales team wants to maximize sales, which sometimes, in today's online world, comes with additional fraud. Conversely, the fraud team wants to minimize fraud, which, in theory, could also reduce some sales. So naturally, these two teams are typically negotiating with one another. When I was working on e-commerce, I was on the sales team, so trying to increase sales. And in my particular situation, I had a couple of anecdotes, a couple of reasons to believe that the fraud team was banning some sellers that were conducting legitimate sales. However, I could not prove it yet with data. In order to get this data, I would need to get the fraud team to open up their secure process. Now, I could have gone straight to the fraud head and made a list of demands. However, this would be a low morale approach. Instead, I decided to take a high morale approach, which involved understanding their goals and then crafting a solution that is win-win for everyone So I started by asking about their overall goals and specific processes to this specific situation. After understanding these specific goals and processes, I could then generate an idea that would solve both their goals of reducing fraud and my goals of only removing sellers with illegitimate sales. A high morale negotiation concludes with a mutually beneficial agreement. Let's dissect what exactly happened here. Most people think of negotiation as haggling for a lower price when buying an item or perhaps for a higher salary, but it is so much more than just negotiating on price. Here are a couple examples of negotiation beyond fighting over price. When a parent needs to convince their child to come home before a certain time. When an employee needs to convince other colleagues to help push their initiative. Or perhaps when a team member needs to convince their boss to extend the deadline. In short, negotiation is any discussion aimed at reaching an agreement. Alternatively phrased, negotiation is speaking with someone else. And at the end, we want to come to an agreement on something. Today, we will focus on how morale can affect negotiation. In case we forgot, morale is the drive or the spirit that other people have to want to work with us. And negotiation concludes within an agreement. So naturally, the higher someone else's morale towards us, the more likely we will be able to come to terms with the mutually Beneficial agreement. In the opening case, I was negotiating with the fraud team. Or in a more generic case, it would be whoever we're negotiating with. A common fallacy when people think about negotiation and uh, essentially avoiding morale completely is thinking in a us versus them mentality where one side wins the negotiation and the other side loses the negotiation some people might call this a zero-sum negotiation however to make a mutually beneficial agreement we need to shift the focus away from this win-loss mentality to working collectively towards a solution. As with the example, to create a mutually beneficial solution, instead of jumping straight into demands, I put the time and the effort to understand their needs first. By listening to them first, understanding their goals and their existing processes, we are increasing their morale towards us. Once we understand their goals and processes, we can begin ideating on what solutions would be mutually beneficial. Negotiation, as mentioned before, involves coming to an agreement if we invest in morale by understanding their goals and processes first, we will end our negotiation with a mutually beneficial solution. If you can relate to this episode, disagree completely, or would like to hear more about any particular topics, I would love to hear from you. Email over any comments, questions, advice, or criticisms to david at moralemindset.com. I would like to close today's piece by emphasizing that negotiation exists in all facets of our life, our work, anytime we need to come to an agreement with another individual. And having high morale with these involved parties will increase the likelihood of coming to a mutually beneficial agreement. Today's episode discussed how increasing morale affects negotiation. Next episode, we will talk about how morale affects influence. If you find this content helpful, please explain the one for it just why you find it helpful. Morale Mindset is produced in Bangkok, Thailand. I am David Huynh. La <laughs> kop kun tit tam krap.